Hello and welcome to QuickCast. Uh, I'm Ace and I'm going to be running this show. It's pretty much, you know, whatever comes to mind. Uh, what I feel like, what I deem is relevant to the show. It's really just going to be random things that uh, I encounter over the course of a week. Um, more than likely it'll only be coming once a week. And uh, yeah, hopefully it comes every Monday. But we'll see how my uh, schedule works with me. And uh, here we are. Welcome to QuickCast. Alright, let's dive right into this. Um, A big reason why I wanted to develop this podcast is, I mean, for the most part, I've always kind of enjoyed listening to the radio and listening to talk shows. And, you know, I'm a big fan of shows like the Pat McAfee Show and Barstool Sports. And I decided that I kind of wanted to develop you know, something of my own, and, you know, create something that's my own, and, uh, before this, probably around early, or late January, early February, a couple of my buddies and I started a podcast, um, you know, it was a lot of fun, it's different when you're, I mean, this is gonna be different for me, I've never done a podcast on my own, so this will be a a first for me, but, uh, I mean, it was a lot of fun, we just kind of talked about random stuff, you know, anything that came to mind, we, planned everything out as best as we could, and, you know, we worked really hard on it, but, you know, it was hard to, because we all go to school, it was hard to, you know, collaborate and get everybody's schedule down and, you know, really stick to a time in a week, you know, to make a show, but, you know, I really wanted to do, make a podcast, and, you know, if you want something uh, to get done, you do it on your own, and I can't have any schedule conflicts with myself if I get to the podcast during the week I can I'll get to it but yeah I mean I feel like it this is a better start for me I can you know talk about things that I want to talk about under my own circumstances and I don't really have any conflicts with anybody else so uh, let's get into the content that I would like to share with you guys um so first um last night I was scrolling through snapchat and they have little news tiles that you can click on and it comes up as a store and you can click through it and you know see what I mean see read whatever you want to read about there's some things about the Kardashians other things about like things going on in the NFL there's an ESPN thing and so I was clicking through last night and I saw a little tile by the lad bible and the headline said, this person identifies as a dog. And like anyone else, I was like, what? How I, How do you identify as a different species? How's that, how's that possible? I, I mean, I can, <clears throat> I understand, I understand like, you know, maybe identifying as another gender but like that's about as far as it goes with me. I don't really see how anybody can identify it as anything other than you know a human of a specific gender and whatever whatever else. I mean but so I mean me being a the curious person I am, I you know I wanted to go and click through it and you know and see what see what this story is all about. And so I click through and like immediately what pops up is a 
is this video of a person with a dog mask on. And they're running through what looks to be a backyard. It might be their backyard. It might be somebody else's. But they're running through and like with a toy in their mouth. And it seems as, as though they're playing catch with somebody else. And, you know, it keeps going. And they're interviewing a bunch of different people. And it turns out, like, the person that she was playing catch with, or, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they identify as as, as far as gender. But they said that the person that they were playing fetch with identified as their, their husband. Which makes me wonder several different things. Does that make that person, if that if their significant other, for lack of a better term, identifies as a dog? Like, do they, what, like, do, does that change what their sexuality is? Are they still, like, like, how does that affect them? But, like, another confusing piece to this was that the farther I went into the video, the people, the other people that they're interviewing, like a coordinator for, like, a group that does this, so apparently there are multiple people who identify as things other than humans. Made it seem like it was more of like a kink thing. And people did it for maybe sexual reasons. Maybe they were turned on by it. Or, I mean, it wasn't like they truly identified and thought that there were another another animal. And so, like, it just, I mean, I feel like the message isn't there all the way. I think that when Lad Bible put out this story, they made it, they wanted to seem like the person was someone who full-fledged believed that they were a dog, when in reality they just do it, you know, kind of as like a, a social thing where they'll do it with their significant other and, you know, that's about it. Like, they don't, like, walk around, like, they don't stay at home and sleep all day on like a dog bed or like they don't go around town or like on all fours, like walk around with a dog mask or, I mean, I hope they don't. That would be really bizarre. And I think that that would creep out a lot more than just me. I hope at least, I hope that's not just a normal thing. So yeah, I mean, that was like one of the first things that I came across that really just creeped me out. Like I was like, what is going on? Since when do, like when was identifying as another creature a thing and I know people have joked about oh I identify as a, an Apache helicopter stuff like that but this seemed like a pretty uh legitimate like thing to be a part of or thing to identify as so that's kind of what bugged me uh next it was kind of along the same lines uh last night well not along the same lines I guess but uh saw a video of Caitlyn Jenner on the Ellen Ellen show and they were they brought up somehow the topic came like the topic of gay marriage popped came up and they were talking and Ellen asked what Caitlyn's stance was on it and Caitlyn said that she's more of a traditional person when it comes to that and believes that marriage should be between a man and a woman and the blaring, the thing that blares out to me and really bugs me about this is like that she considers herself a traditional person. And yeah, while she may have been raised in a time where like gay marriage or even being 
homosexual would be almost outlawed. She too is someone who's non-traditional or like at a time where she was raised wouldn't be necessarily accepted in society. So that's the part that really just confuses me. Like, how do you, how can you sit there and say that like gay marriage isn't a can't or shouldn't be a part of society because it's not a traditional way of life when transitioning from man to female and identifying as a female and getting a sex change is now a part of traditional life. Like that doesn't make any sense. That's there's no there's like that almost it all it's almost hypocritical of her to say that because you would consider yourself to be a part of a community like LGBTQ but then you're not supporting the other branches of that community. I don't know, it just I think the thing that really bugged me the most is that she considered herself like a traditional human being in regards to gay marriage. Like that just blows my mind that she even thinks to of herself as a as a traditional human being cuz I have nothing nothing against transgenders or anything like that, but you can't consider yourself traditional and then be transgender at the same time. I feel like that that just doesn't make that's like almost an oxymoron in and of itself because if you consider yourself traditional to me when I think of somebody who's traditional in that social aspect it's somebody who sees a man as a man and a woman as a woman and they can't change and along the same lines they also I mean obviously they don't believe in gay marriage and they think that marriage should only be between a man and a woman so like I can't see, I don't understand why Caitlyn Jenner fully believe or like even thinks that she would be like considered a traditional human being in regards to this social, I wouldn't say a problem, this social discussion we're having more or less. I feel like the discussion's ended because gay marriage is legal in the United States, but... I don't see the problem with it. There's like I really I mean to each is their own. If you are a man who is attracted to other men and want to get married then like have at it. I don't see any problem with that. Love is love and you know at the end of the day the government shouldn't be getting involved in stuff like that. And I mean the thing that the really the thing that really blares blares out to me is the fact that Caitlyn Jenner considered herself a traditional human being when I believe that she's far from it. And uh, lastly, this, is, this isn't this is going to be a very long podcast. I mean, I'm only it's only one person right now. And I can't really bounce up my ideas off of a brick wall. Or like, you know, talk to a coffee can or something like that. And, you know, expect somewhat of a response. But the last one is, is about Scott Frost. And uh, if you follow any kind of sports especially college sports, college football, you know that it's a pretty tough spot that he's in right now. Um, Last season, 
He finished the he finished off with University of Central Florida thirteen and zero. A lot of people believe that they should have been in the discussion for a national championship. That's neither here nor there. He was undefeated. He built a program that was zero and twelve the year before he got there, and then two years later was able to build it into a thirteen and zero Peach Bowl, I believe, championship team. And then from there, he came back to his alma mater, University of Nebraska. You know who had some up and down years in the couple of years before that, but they're really struggling now, and it's almost sad to see they're they they're zero and six for the first time ever in the history of the football program. And you know, I went to a game. I went to the Nebraska Colorado game, and I mean, they're a solid bunch. Like they have a really good offense. I think. I mean, there are things that they need to fix. But I mean, it's just a real big bummer because you know. Husker Nation, Husker fans believe that, I mean, they could have turned, like, that, I mean, this year could have been a turning point where they, you know, would have gone maybe 6-6, six and 7-5, six, and five, you know, pushing it to say 8-4, but now, I mean, we're go, we're heading into late October, and Nebraska's still looking for its first win, I don't, I really don't think anybody saw that coming, it's sad because, you know, I think that uh, Scott Frost is a good coach, he works really hard, and he really cares about this program, but, I mean, the transition right now is tough because there are a lot of bad eggs that uh that either need to get with the program and you know really support the coaches and their teammates or they need to get out so they can make room for people who actually care about the program but what i really wanted to cover with scott frost was the usa today article that i came across um the headline was what would nebraska owe scott frost if they were to fire him or Something along that lines, it was like, it was either that or Nebraska would owe Scott Frost X amount of money if they were to fire him. And for a second, I almost couldn't even believe that somebody produced an article about this. I mean, I am myself a Husker fan, but I couldn't even fathom, I can't even, like, there's no way I could support the University of Nebraska football team if for some reason that the university decided to fire Scott Frost. It's been probably the worst year ever for Husker football, but in a way I almost, it's not even Scott Frost's fault. I blame this more so on the coach before him, and there's no reason to start jumping ship yet. Um, I think that, I mean, it's going to take some time. Uh, the season's going a lot worse than, I mean, as I said before, the season's going a lot worse than everybody thought it would. But to be honest, I can't believe that people are even thinking about firing Scott Frost. He just started, I mean, obviously if this if this prolonged drought continues into maybe even next season, then I'd be kind of worried. But I still think this is like a three or four year project for him to t- really turn this program around. All right, well, that's all I have for you this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. This is my first ever solo podcast. If you have any comments, feel free to leave them in the uh, feel free to leave them in the the podcast. I don't really know how Anchor works, but it, it does seem there does seem to be some sort of comment section. Um, if you have anything for me, any way I can improve the podcast, I am open to anything you guys have to share with me. Thank you for taking the time to listen to it.
I'm Ace, and this was QuickCast. Alright, let's dive right into this. Um, A big reason why I wanted to develop this podcast is, I mean, for the most part, I've always kind of enjoyed listening to the radio and listening to talk shows, and, you know, I'm a big fan of shows like the Pat McAfee Show and Barstool Sports, and I decided that I kind of wanted to develop, you know, something of my own and, you know, create something that's my own, and uh, before this, probably around early or late January, early February, a couple of my buddies and I started a podcast, um, you know, it was a lot of fun, it's different when you're, I mean, this is going to be different for me, I've never done a podcast on my own, so this will be a, a first for me. But, uh, I mean, it was a lot of fun. We just kind of talked about random stuff, you know, anything that came to mind. We planned everything out as best as we could. And, you know, we worked really hard on it. But, you know, it was hard to, because we all go to school, it was hard to, you know, collaborate and get everybody's schedule down and, you know, really stick to a time in a week, you know, to make a show. But, you know, I really wanted to do, make a podcast and, you know, if you want something uh, to get done, you do it on your own, and I can't have any schedule conflicts with myself. If I get to the podcast during the week, I can I'll get to it. But yeah, I mean, I feel like it, this is a better start for me. I can you know talk about things that I want to talk about under my own circumstances, and I don't really have any conflicts with anybody else. So uh, let's get into the content that I would like to share with you guys. Um, so first, um, last night I was scrolling through Snapchat and they have little news tiles that you can click on and it comes up as a store and you can click through it and, you know, see what, I mean, see, read whatever you want to read about. There's some things about the Kardashians, other things about like things going on in the NFL. There's an ESPN thing. And so I was clicking through last night and I saw... A little tile by the Lad Bible, and the headline said, This person identifies as a dog. And like anyone else, I was like, What? How I how do you identify as a different species? How's that how's that possible? I I mean I can <clears throat> I understand I understand, like, you know, maybe identifying as another gender, but, like, that's about as far as it goes with me. I don't really see how anybody can identify as anything other than, you know, a human of a specific gender and whatever, whatever else. I mean, but, so, I mean, me being the curious person I am, I, you know, I wanted to go and click through it and, you know, and see what, see what this story is all about. And so I click through and like immediately what pops up is a, is this video of a person with a dog mask on and they're running through what looks to be a backyard. It might be their backyard, might be somebody else's, but they're running through and like with a toy in their mouth and it seems as as though they're playing catch with somebody else 
And, you know, it keeps going. They're interviewing a bunch of different people. And it turns out, like, the person that she was playing catch with, or, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they identify as as, as far as gender. But they said that the person that they were playing fetch with identified as their, their husband. Which makes me wonder several different things. Does that make that person, if that, if their significant other, for lack of a better term, identifies as a dog? Like, do they, what, like, does that change what their sexuality is? Are they still, like, like, how does that affect them? But, like, another confusing piece to this was that the farther I went into the video, the people, the other people that they're interviewing, like a coordinator for, like, a group that does this, so apparently there are multiple people who identify as things other than humans. Made it seem like it was more of like a kink thing. And people did it for maybe sexual reasons. Maybe they were turned on by it. Or, I mean, it wasn't like they truly identified and thought that there were another another animal. And so, like, it just, I mean, I feel like the message isn't there all the way. I think that when Lad Bible put out this story, they made it, they wanted to seem like the person was someone who full-fledged believed that they were a dog, when in reality they just do it, you know, kind of as like a, a social thing where they'll do it with their significant other and, you know, that's about it. Like, they don't, like, walk around, like, they don't stay at home and sleep all day on like a dog bed or like they don't go around town or like on all fours, like walk around with a dog mask or, I mean, I hope they don't. That would be really bizarre. And I think that that would creep out a lot more than just me. I hope at least, I hope that's not just a normal thing. So yeah, I mean, that was like one of the first things that I came across that really just creeped me out. Like I was like, what is going on? Since when do, like when was identifying as another creature a thing and i know people have joked about oh i identify as a, an apache helicopter stuff like that but this seemed like a pretty uh legitimate like thing to be a part of or thing to identify as so that's kind of what bugged me uh next it was kind of along the same lines uh last night well not along the same lines i guess but uh saw a video of Caitlyn Jenner on the Ellen Ellen show and they were they brought up somehow the topic came like the topic of gay marriage popped came up and they were talking and Ellen asked what Caitlyn's stance was on it and Caitlyn said that she's more of a traditional person when it comes to that and believes that marriage should be between a man and a woman and the blaring, the thing that blares out to me and really bugs me about this is like that she considers herself a traditional person. And yeah, while she may have been raised in a time where like gay marriage or even being homosexual would be almost outlawed, she too is someone who's non-traditional or like at a time where she was raised wouldn't be necessarily 
accepted in society. So that's the part that really just confuses me. Like, how do you, how can you sit there and say that like gay marriage isn't a can't or shouldn't be a part of society because it's not a traditional way of life when transitioning from man to female and identifying as a female and getting a sex change is now a part of traditional life. Like that doesn't make any sense. That's there's no, there's like that almost, it's almost hypocritical of her to say that because you would consider yourself to be a part of a community like LGBTQ but then you're not supporting the other branches of that community. I don't know. It just, I think the thing that really bugged me the most is that she considered herself like a traditional human being in regards to gay marriage. Like that just blows my mind that she even thinks to of herself as a, as a traditional human being. Cause I have nothing, nothing against transgenders or anything like that. But you can't consider yourself traditional and then be transgender at the same time. I feel like that that just doesn't make, that's like almost an oxymoron in and of itself. Because if you consider yourself traditional, to me when I think of somebody who's traditional in that social aspect, it's somebody who sees a man as a man and a woman as a woman and they can't change. And along the same lines, they also, I mean, obviously they don't believe in gay marriage and they think that marriage should only be between a man and a woman. So, like, I can't see, I don't understand why Caitlyn Jenner fully believe or, like, even thinks that she would be, like, considered a traditional human being in regards to this social, I wouldn't say a problem, this social discussion we're having more or less I feel like the discussions ended because gay marriage is legal in the United States but I don't see the problem with it there's like I really I mean to each is their own if you are a man who is attracted to other men and want to get married then like have at it I don't see any problem with that love is love and you know at the end of the day the government shouldn't be getting involved in stuff like that and I mean the thing that the really the thing that really blares blares out to me is the fact that Caitlyn Jenner considered herself a traditional human being when I believe that she's far from it. And uh, lastly, this is this isn't going to be a very long podcast. I mean, I'm only it's only one person right now, and I can't really bounce up my ideas off of a brick wall or like you know talk to a coffee can or something like that, and you know expect somewhat of a response. But the last one is is about Scott Frost. And uh, if you follow any kind of sports, especially college sports, college football, you know that it's a pretty tough spot that he's in right now. Um, last season, he finished the he finished off with University of Central Florida, 13-0. A lot of people believe that they should have been in the discussion for a national championship. That's neither here nor there. He was undefeated. He built a program that was 0-12 the year before he got there. And then two years later, was able to build it into a 13-0 Peach Bowl, I believe, championship team. 
And then from there, he came back to his alma mater, University of Nebraska. You know who had some up and down years in the couple of years before that, but they're really struggling now, and it's almost sad to see they're they they're zero six for the first time ever in the history of the football program. And you know, I went to a game. I went to the Nebraska Colorado game, and I mean, they're a solid bunch. Like they have a really good offense. I think. I mean, there are things that they need to fix. But I mean, it's just a real big bummer because you know. Husker Nation, Husker fans believe that, I mean, they could have turned, like, that, I mean, this year could have been a turning point where they, you know, would have gone maybe 6-6, six and 7-5, six, and five, you know, pushing it to say 8-4, but now, I mean, we're go, we're heading into late October, and Nebraska's still looking for its first win, I don't, I really don't think anybody saw that coming, it's sad because, you know, I think that uh, Scott Frost is a good coach, he works really hard, and he really cares about this program, but, I mean, the transition right now is tough because there are a lot of bad eggs that uh that either need to get with the program and you know really support the coaches and their teammates or they need to get out so they can make room for people who actually care about the program but i saw a i saw an article by USA today saying what would ha- or like what would nebraska owe if they fired scott frost and i 